Welcome to The Art of Significance with your host, Hall of Fame speaker, New York Times bestselling author, university professor, gold record songwriter, and award-winning athlete, Dan Clark. Get ready for engaging discussions with some of the most influential people in the world who will impart their wisdom, stories, and inspiration on why and how to achieve the level beyond success. Now here's your host, Dan Clark. Welcome, welcome. As I always kid my sound engineer, it's that time of the month again. Here we go, baby. Again, I'm so honored to be on this uh, voiceamerica.com radio network on the Influencers Channel. I take words very, very seriously. Instead of a problem that sounds always so insurmountable, if you just change that word problem to a challenge, suddenly it sounds like, hey, you know, someone says you can't and you say, oh, yeah, watch me. It's Sigmund Freud's law of sublimation. Most people allow pain and disappointment and discouragement to hold them down or create limiting beliefs that hold them back. And Freud says, no, use it as a motivator. And so you've heard me say this for thousands of years now, that we become the average of the five people we associate with the most, which means we must be willing to pay any price and travel any distance to associate with extraordinary human beings. That also applies to the internet. It also applies to radio shows. This show of mine originates in Phoenix, Arizona. It's where my sound engineer is and my guests, um, they phone in and then they're patched onto the air and we can have these wonderful conversations about how these individuals that I bring on my show are influencing the world. You know, I love songs. I love music. I love and honor songwriters. They're some of the smartest people on the wor- in, in the planet, on the planet, in the world. And most of my shows, I feature a songwriter who talks about the story behind the song and the inspiration that they received. And most of them say that they're gifts, that they just come some from somewhere in the universe And because they're conduits, because they know that their calling on this planet is to be a songwriter, they're more in tune with these messages and they're more in tune with how they can how how they can edit so every word pays its own way. So Trisha Yearwood's song on the country charts, the song Remember Remembers When really does validate itself. Now, why am I saying this? Because Although my show originates in Phoenix, Arizona, there's a gentleman who's going to take the entire show today, the entire hour, who is not only a transformational leader, speaker, and coach who has trained thousands of individuals and helped them discover their purpose and step into their power. Think about that. Ladies and gentlemen, we need coaches. We need teachers. We need mentors. We need gurus. Tony Robbins goes online every single week and brags about his personal coaches, Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, LeBron James, the greatest musicians on the planet have coaches. And Gerald Rogers is not only a transformational leader and one of the gurus whom you need to follow, whom you need to to embrace and join his tribe immediately before the show is over. And I'm going to give you a couple of chances to do that. But Gerald Rogers is someone who can literally take you from where you are to where you need to be. Now, I was a ski racer back in the day. I live here in the mountains of Utah. I love to ski. 
And two of my friends, one of the brothers, a dear friend, the Mayer brothers, Steve and Phil Mayer, were twin brothers out of the Cascade Mountains in Washington State, most most clearly Yakima. And they won more gold and silver medals on our Alpine ski team, on our Alpine Olympic ski team than anybody else in the history of our U.S. Olympic uh, Winter Games. And they have a ski school in Breckenridge, Colorado, and their whole mantra is, it doesn't matter if you're a beginning skier or an Olympic champion, we can take you to the next level. That's the best thing I can say, the best way to describe my my dear friend, my guru, Gerald Robert, and then I forget his last name. That's funny. Gerald Rogers. Gerald is an internationally known best-selling author who's been featured on the Today Show, NBC, Huffington Post, TEDx, and stages across the country. I've been privileged enough to share the platform with them a couple of times, and that's obviously built my credibility. We really are judged by the company we keep. Gerald is passionate about helping purpose-driven coaches and speakers and authors to make the income and impact they desire. Did you hear me? He's not just a guru and a coach for folks who, who want to take themselves to the next level, but he is a coach. He is a, a mentor for fellow speakers like me, authors, and especially people who want to also become coaches. He has commitment to leading and inspiring individuals to awaken to their divine, authentic power. He's a deeply spiritual being. And to liberate them through financial freedom is probably Gerald Rogers' calling in this life. I guess we'll have to find out. I'm not going anywhere else right now. I want to bring him on. Gerald, I hope you listen to me sucking up to you because I meant every word of a brother. Welcome <laughs> to my show, baby. I love it. You are you are the world's best at edifying. I've never met anyone better that, that makes people feel good, makes people feel like rock stars. And so it's always an honor and pleasure to spend time with you. You know, and now let me explain the the giggle behind your statement. You're actually thinking, I know you so well. You're thinking, Clark, why did you stop? Why did you interrupt this amazing yeah, just, this amazing introduction to have you on the air? I, I, I know. I can I know. listen to you talk about me for hours. Like you, you make <laughs> me sound so amazing. I love it. I I, I think people people would hire you, Dan, just to just to have you talk about them because you always make people feel, you know, better than they, they did before. So I think that's that's inherently one of your greatest gifts as a speaker and a communicator is you, you edify everyone that you meet. Um, I, I appreciate that, brother. Let's just dig right into it. I have been fascinated my entire life by the difference between a job, a career, which just means you've done your job for a long time, and a calling. You are one of the extraordinary human beings on this planet who found your true calling. I want you to explain to us when you really caught that vision of what your calling is and what circumstances did you find your calling, which is such a passionate way that you go about living life and helping others. And then the second part of the question, bro, is can you help others find our calling? Yeah, I really appreciate that question, and I and I look back in my journey, and I look at so many other people that I've met with and I've worked with over the years, and, and what I notice is there's a lot of people, there's so many different ways to make money, so many, like literally millions and millions and millions of ways on this planet to make money, to provide for your family, provide for your needs, and and then there's 
things that we do because we're passionate about them, because we love them, because they light us up. And there's things that we do because it's, you know, it's, it's the only thing we can imagine doing. And it's rare when people are able to connect their passion and connect this deep underlying purpose of their life and connect it to them actually making money. And I feel really, really blessed and fortunate that I've been able to find that because I, I remember when it wasn't that way. I remember when I was struggling, you know, to make ends meet and I was, I was in the fight for money and money was my pursuit rather than purpose being my pursuit. And, and while there is so much honor in just being able to provide for your family and to step up to that, there was something that was a little bit empty to me. I'm, I almost felt like a prostitute for profit, you know, <laughs> felt like, felt like I was just spending my life force energy doing something I didn't really love. I wasn't really inspired by, I didn't really feel like it was making a huge difference in order to get paid, you know, in order to get, to make some money. And, and what I noticed is there was some hollowness to that. And, and in my path, as I, as I started to discover my passion for personal development and my passion for assisting other people towards their dreams and goals. And when I made a commitment to find a way to monetize that and figure out how to do that for a living, my life changed. And, and ever since that day, I feel like I haven't worked a day in my life. <laughs> and I feel like that's, that's how we really know that we're in alignment with our purpose is because it doesn't feel like work. It feels like, Oh my gosh, I love this. I would do this for free if I, if I had to, but this is, this is really something that I know is making a big difference. And I know it's like my heart's, you know, drive and desire. And, and, um, and it's something that I know that, you know, I, I, I want to do for the rest of my life. That's how I think for me, I, I discovered that I was on the right path is because I found those things. I I totally agree, and I uh, I hope everybody's listening because <clears throat> the summary of what you just said that means so much to me is that in order for you to know that you found your calling, you're you're exactly the same off stage as you are on stage. You're the same on task as you are off task. You're the same at home, at school, at work, at play. Ladies and gentlemen, the first time Gerald and I had an official lunch, an official meeting, even though we'd been on programs together and. We had kind of had this this mutual respect and support uh, man crush going on for so long. When <laughs> Gerald and I finally put each other's schedules on our calendars, Gerald shows up at this nice restaurant with his little girl, his daughter, who is absolutely smart, beautiful, talented, sassy. She's just the perfect little girl. And I couldn't help but tear up, if you remember that, Gerald, to realize that, yes, your calling is helping others, but you're exactly the same at home as you are in public. And I can't say that about so many people in our profession. They are they turn it on when they go on stage. Somebody's written them a clever speech. They are funny. They've got timing and gestures and punctuating pauses. And then when they walk off stage, they are so different. It's like somebody put a bag over their head and their personality oozed out the bottom. Uh, so that leads <laughs> into the second part of my question. How can you help others find their calling just as much as you have found your calling with your beautiful wife as a partner in business and as a coach in her own right and just this amazing dad, this amazing neighbor, 
Uh-huh. And it's there's no disconnect. There's so much continuity in your life, brother. And that's, to me, the definition of a calling. I hope I could add to what you just said. But let's yeah. just... Let's, let, let me just turn it over to you. How do you help someone else find what you have found and what, what I believe I have found? Yeah, well, it's, it's such a fantastic question. And yeah, I totally remember that lunch. And I, what I remember most about that is my little five-year-old, like within minutes of getting there, she was already like climbing all over you and you were already like one of her favorite people in, in the world. And, and I just remember how, how, um, how warm and welcome you made her feel. So. Um, that was fantastic. So this is a great question, and I'm actually going to invite anyone that's listening right now to pull out a notepad and piece of paper because I'm going to give you five things that I've noticed as are the commonalities to finding what I call your soul purpose, S-O-U-L. Like what is the calling of your soul, your spirit? Why are you here on the planet? What is your passion, and how do you ultimately take that passion and make it a life work where you get paid really generous generously for for doing that so okay so so, so we, we just one second we, we 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 have to get we have to go to our commercial uh, sponsors to pay for this time together and the the break comes up in probably a minute so i want you to wait so that we have the whole next segment for you to to explain <laughs> yeah, okay, these five ideas but in the per, in the in the meantime tell us how we can join your tribe now that we got people fired up and i want everybody to go and find some friends some coworkers, some family members even though this show is available on podcast on demand later on as it's rebroadcast 10 to 13 times during the week i want you to go find some people right now but how how do we join your tribe brother how can someone enroll in your programs and take a minute just to explain what you've got, what you ha- have as an offer before we go to commercial. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And and really, like my my purpose is just to spread inspiration and light on the planet. And and if people can go to geraldrogers.com, um, you can click the link to follow me on Facebook. I always love getting messages from people or having people comment or engage. And if there's anything I can do to serve serve you, I've got. You know, events that I put on that are geared towards helping people tap into their purpose and passion. I've got events that I have that are geared towards the the business and marketing side. So just just reach out to me. I, I love engaging with people and love finding out what people are up to and how I can help them. So just go to GeraldRogers.com. Um, there's some and great articles and that's and, G, and that's that's it. That's G E R A L D R O G E R S. For those of you whose seventh grade was your senior year, my buddies. You know, let's have a little spelling bee. And I challenge all of you to immediately look up, look, look him up because we're on radio and Gerald Rogers could be an Abercrombie model. He's so damn handsome. It bothers me. (laughs) So check him out. Let's go to commercial break right now, my friend. This is Dan Clark, voiceamerica.com. Influencers Channel, my, 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 my guest, my guru guest is Gerald Rogers, who's a transformational leader, speaker, and coach who has trained thousands of individuals across our planet. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a minute. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you're an event meeting planner like me, you have two ongoing challenges. 
You can't afford to have a speaker who bombs. And when you do have an amazing speaker, who in the world do you bring into next year's meeting that will top them? Well, you never have to worry again. Book Dan Clark. Dan Clark is one of the most incredible human beings on the planet. He's been named one of the top 10 speakers in the world. He's known for customizing his speech around your meeting theme. So your people leave with benefits that last a lifetime. Here's the number, 1-800-676-1121. Or just visit danclark.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're listening to The Art of Significance featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop down a line via email to danclark at xmission.com. Now back to the Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. And welcome back, my guest, Gerald Rogers. I'm sure most of you have been tuned in already. Transformational leader, speaker, and coach who's trained thousands of individuals. He's been on the Today Show, NBC, Huffington Post, TEDx, stages across the world, probably on moons and Mars. I mean, the dude's well, <laughs> the dude's well known. So what you don't know, Gerald, is that guitar solo intro and exit on my show is me back in the 1980s thinking I was uh, you know, really? Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, it's off my very, very first album when my fingers still worked. And I only bring that up, ladies and gentlemen, because as you've heard me talk about music for so many months now on the air, there's only 12 notes in music. And if you write the song in English, there's only 26 letters in the alphabet. Every song ever written was written with the same 12 notes. So the question to what is the difference between a hit songwriter and a lousy songwriter is obviously passion, creativity, and imagination. So it's not just hearing the words. It's what you do with those words. It's not just seeing the letters. It's what you do with the letters. It's what you do with the 12 notes that makes you a hit songwriter or just some wannabe. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as Gerald challenged you before the break to pull out a piece of paper, he's going to to up-level our thinking in a massive way as I, I mean, I haven't even, I, I, I've got my paper out, obviously, because I know you're going to edit so every word pays its own way, and this could be the most valuable 15-minute segment I've ever had on my show, okay? Go, baby, go. <laughs> go, baby, go. 
So we're all consumed by this question, like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? You know, what, what is the mission or purpose of my life? And so many people struggle and, and they can't answer that question because I think so many people are like waiting for this big grandiose revelation to come. I think they want angels to descend from heaven and for like this, a God to deliver this magical scroll that says, behold, here is your purpose. This is what you should be doing. And I kind of don't feel like it. It's like that way. Uh, have you ever watched the movie, Dan? Have you ever watched uh, Kung Fu Panda? Oh, yeah. I, I, usually every Tuesday. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. And I think it's a really great like analogy of, of finding your purpose. Because here Poe is this panda who's clearly not living his purpose. He's making noodles in the noodle shop with his, uh, with his you know, adoptive father, the goose. And he's, he's, he's there and he, and he has a dream and he has a passion and he has something he's so excited about, but it seems so distant from him, right? And then as fate would have it, it kind of led him on this path of, of, of becoming uh, the, the dragon warrior, you know, and, and there's, there's, this, there's this mystical scroll. There's this mystical scroll, scroll the dragon scroll, which apparently is, you know, fabled to contain all the, you know, the greatest secrets of Kung Fu and, and to help him become the greatest Kung Fu warrior in history, right? And so he goes on this journey of training and developing, and everyone doubts his ability. Everyone thinks this is ridiculous. He can't do this. There's no way. He, there's no way he could possibly be the dragon warrior until finally he proves himself worthy to finally get the scroll, to finally figure out what his purpose is, to finally figure out, you know, how to become the greatest, you know, and, and, and he's expecting that to have all the answers. And then of course he gets this dragon scroll, he opens it up and what is it? It's, there's nothing there. Like it's just a reflection of him. And I find that such a powerful analogy because I think that at the end of the day, we get to be the ones that decide our own fate. We get to be the ones that decide our own value. We get to be the ones that decide our own identity and what our own purpose was. And, and at the same time, I feel God gives us all these, these different clues. So what I'm about to give you is five different clues that lead you along the path, but to know that you and you alone are the one, only one qualified to decide what that is. And I also believe that in that journey of living our purpose, it shifts and it evolves and transitions over, over the course of life. Would you agree, Dan? Absolutely. I love it. So I'm ready. Five, five points. And remember, ladies and gentlemen. Five points. You, so you my, follow my, these five breadcrumbs and you will know what your purpose is. At least you'll have good. an idea of what this. The first okay. question to ask yourself is, what am I passionate about? What do I love? Like the, this first question is like, what, what lights your soul on fire? This is what's called a clue right? What are the things that you just love doing for fun that you're passionate about learning and doing? And, and the, like, what are the things that just make you feel fully alive? Answer that question and keep exploring that question and try new things and, and to pursue your interests because all of these will lead you on the path of, of purpose. The second question versus what brings me joy or what am I most passionate about? The second question is what are your natural talents? What are the things that come naturally and easy for you that other people struggle with? This is a huge clue because this clue leads you on the path of figuring out where are your natural greatness, where do your natural strengths lie, what is it that naturally will 
will um, allow you to make the greatest impact in the world. Where are your natural gifts? And sometimes we take our gifts for granted because just because it does come easily for us and it's hard for other people, we don't really appreciate the full value of those gifts, you know, whether it's speaking or whether it's music or whether it's art or whether it's creation or technology or whatever it is, like really tune into what are those natural gifts and strengths that you can then develop and grow and expand. The first right, is passion, me, let, the second is strength or, or yeah, talent. Talent. Okay, so let me interrupt on the talent on the second point. You know, you're saying we need to find our own talents and appreciate the talents we have and not take them for granted. What if we are surrounded by loved ones, coworkers, whomever, who don't appreciate our talents? In other words, my cousin growing up was the most incredible artist and his parents continually said, stop doodling. You got to go to college and get a real degree and get a real job. And now he sells his oil paintings, his famous, his name's Bill Mon, M-A-U-G-H-A-N. He sells his famous Western art oil paintings in the most prestigious galleries on the planet, Aspen, Jackson Hole, you know, Newport Beach for twenty to forty thousand dollars because he was able to to beat off the that was a bad way to say it. He was able to keep at a distance the folks who did not value his talent. So what's the advice on that? Because I'm sure a lot of people are saying, yeah, 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 but I can't get my husband, I can't get my wife to catch on. I can't get my boss to catch on. I'm sick of being surrounded by negative people. What, what, what's your advice, Gerald? This is a key question. You know, I, I, think, I think that, uh, was it Eleanor Roosevelt that said, what other people think of me is none of my business. The reality is, it's not their business to tell you what to do. This is your life, your purpose, and other people have feedback, and maybe it has value that you should, oh, yeah, is there truth to it or not? But at the end of the day, you and you alone have to make the decision of who you are and what your stand is and what you're creating and what you're doing, and, and they might be giving you their beliefs or their ideas based on their own limiting beliefs, right? Are you going to live your dreams or are you going to make your choices in your life based on other people's fears or limiting beliefs? Because let's face it, you know, your mom or your dad, they're going to have all of their fears and they want you to be safe and successful and they have their own, their perspective of what that looks like. And the challenge is your path might not be the path that they see for you. And, and at the same time, sometimes it is valuable to get feedback from people that do support you and, and to ask them, wow, what do you see as being my gift and strength? Because there might be people that believe in you way more than you believe in yourself. So I just would say be really, really careful about who you take advice or listen to and make sure that you're not selling out and making your decisions based on other people's fears. I love it. Yeah, that's an awesome answer. A lion is never worried about the opinion of a sheep. I hope that says that (laughs) correctly. Okay, number three. I can't wait to hear the rest of them, brother. Number three, what are you passionate about learning about? Like, what are you most interested in learning and growing and developing? Because I, I, I find that so much of living your passion is being in something that's going to push you to the edge and have you continue expanding and developing and, and growing. And so what does that look like? And, and to answer this question, I want you to imagine if you were to walk into a Barnes & Noble bookstore and you were to walk down the nonfiction section, which of the books would you feel drawn to pull out, to read about, to learn about, to study? 
what are the courses that you are naturally drawn to, to go to? What radio shows? What mentors are you, do you feel like inspired to follow? Like all of these are clues because those are the areas where you're going to expand and grow and, and really become the world's best at what you do, right? That's, that's the goal of following your purpose is to be uniquely great at something and, and the, word, the places you're learning, growing, and developing are, are a huge component of that. So that's the third. It's like, what, what do you want to learn? What are you interested okay. in growing? Okay, so wait, 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 wait. So how do people decide <laughs> with their limiting, limited time, how do they decide what they need to learn to take themselves to the next level? In other words, with only so much discretionary income and so many online courses they can purchase, so many classes they can take, so many retreats they can attend, Give us some advice on how we best sift through what we need to learn right now that will take us from where we are to where we need to be. Well, I, I think it's important for us to realize that life is a journey and, and you're not going to be at the destination you want to be tomorrow. You know, it's just this ongoing place of learning and discovering. And, and so that's why I believe in what I call the path of mastery. The path of mastery is being able to go through these, these four stages of learning. Um, I think it's Abraham Maslow or something that described these four stages of learning. The first stage is unconscious incompetence, where we don't know what we don't know. We have no idea. You know, we have all of these blind spots, right? The next step of conscious incompetence is where we actually see what we want, we see what we need to do, and we realize that we suck at it, right? <laughs> One of the things I always say is, if you want to be great at anything, you must be willing to suck at it at first, right? There's, there's this there's this willingness to be bad if you ever want to be good, right? I don't know about you, Dan, but when I first got started in the speaking industry, I sucked. I was so terrible. I was so nervous on stage. I was so, like, stuck in my head, and I didn't know what to say, and I fumbled over my words. And, and because I identified it as part of my purpose, I was willing to be bad and to practice and, and to develop myself. And so I think that's really important to go through that stage of conscious incompetence and then we get to the place of conscious competence, where when we apply our mental focus, like we, we get a little bit better and we can, we can hold our own and we can do it okay. And the goal is to get a space of mastery, which is unconscious competence, where it's just is natural for us to be great at it. And there's this evolution. And so how do you identify what you should be focusing on right now? Just number one, have a mentor, have, have role models that you're following ask questions, but then give yourself time and just say, okay, what's the most important thing? If this is where I want to be five years from now, what's the impo- most important thing that I should be studying right now? And, and then to dedicate time every day to your, your mastery time, like to spend 30 to 60 minutes every day learning and growing and developing. And if you do that, you'll reach a level of mastery that few people in the world ever do. Well said. And may I throw in uh... My two cents, too many times we think we're supposed to identify our strengths and weaknesses and then dedicate so much of our time and resources and so much of our life that we'll never get back to strengthening our weaknesses. And we could debate that back and forth, but let me just give you an analogy that's so powerful. If you watch a basketball team, now better, better, better analogy, if you went into a gymnasium where the basketball team was practicing... And they had the first string team on the court practicing against the second string on defense. And the coach said, okay, the seven-foot center is now going to play the point guard. 
the, the Mark Eaton for the Utah Jazz, who's seven foot four, a fellow speaker. I love the man. And we're going to make him play John Stockton's position at point guard. And John Stockton was five foot ten, and he could dribble and he could shoot, but more importantly, he could pass. Mark Eaton can't dribble. He can't pass. He can't shoot. With all due respect, he's nineteen feet tall, so he blocked shots and got and and got rebounds. But suddenly we take him out of his strength position as a center and ask him to play point guard. And then we take the forwards and the other guard and have them play different positions. When we take those players out of position, there's no, uh, there's no chance that they'll ever win a game. So when we, when we need to select what is next for us to learn, to grow, to take ourselves from where we are to where we want to be, my recommendation is to figure out what your passion is, as Gerald is saying, figure out what your talents are, which is Gerald's step number two. And then number three, Gerald says we need to be willing to learn. We must be continuous learners, continuous education. We must be, as we taught our children growing up, the only person you need to be better than is the person you were yesterday. But my recommendation is we have got to strengthen our strengths and then surround ourselves with people who have strengths that we don't have so that we can rise together with the water and the lake going up, all the boats rise together. Do you agree? And if you disagree, we need to go to commercial break. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Like it's, it's just this pursuit of mastery. And, and, um, and just like there is a lot of advice, focus on your strengths. Uh, I mean, focus on your weaknesses so they become strong, but I disagree. I think you focus on your strengths where your your unique greatness is and be the world's best at that. I agree. Okay, step number four. Step number four. Step number four. This is perhaps um, one of the most important steps, which is figure out who you're passionate about helping and serving because I think at the end of the day, our purpose has to be about more than just us. It's not just about our own fulfillment. It's not about our own happiness, but it's also about what we can give to the world and how we can make it a better place and the ways we can nurture and enrich other people. And so who are the people that you're most passionate about helping? Who are the people that you would love to, that you love spending time around? Who are the people you love assisting their journey? And, and I find that when we are, remember that relationships and the people we connect with, these are, these are some of the richest and most valuable things. But who are those people? Who are the people that you really feel called to help and, and, and inspire and encourage and to serve with what you do? All right. So, so let me, four. what are your thoughts on okay, that? Okay, so, so let me add to that. So this is so profound, brother. We're just kind of skiffing over them. But, you know, I, I, I need to bring back up how we get a hold of you. How do we join your tribe? The Gerald Rogers tribe is amazing. But what we have to realize, something that I always say on the show, is we become the average of the five people we associate with the most. So, ladies and gentlemen, do you realize that if you seek out a course put on by Gerald Rogers, if you seek out a retreat experience put on by Gerald Rogers, just the fact of the matter of who he is attracts the right people that you really want to be around. So most of our frustration comes from, okay, I know what I need to do. I need to surround myself with these folks who are hungry, 
who are passionate, who want to learn as you're teaching us, Gerald. But so many times we throw up our hands and say, I don't know where to find these people. Well, this is how you do it, Gerald. Let's just go right to how we get a hold of you again. How do we join your tribe? Teach us a little teeny bit about what you might do in one of your courses or share, you know, pull up the blinds and let us look in the window of your retreat up in the mountains coming up in October. I love that. I love that. So one of the things that I'm, I'm really passionate about is helping other people that feel like they have a message or they have a mission. They really want to share it with the world. And I love being able to assist them with the marketing and the business and the, the sales skills and all of those things so they can monetize their passion. Because it's one thing to find your purpose and passion. It's a whole other thing to learn how to make a really great income and provide for your family and to create a legacy with that message or without, with that gift that you have. And so one of the things that I do is um, I have a retreat where we come together and for three days we go up in the, the mountains and we really dig deep in terms of helping identify what is your purpose, what is your calling, what is your message. And then especially for coaches and speakers and mentors, we figure out, okay, how do you package that into, how do you package your knowledge and wisdom and information so that other people can gain from what you have to share and then also so that you can be, be making money. And then we figure out your marketing plan and your sales strategies and really assist you with that whole business blueprint. And so this is, this is something where I'm, I'm really passionate about helping people. And if anyone is interested, if, if you feel like you've got a big mission and calling and if you want more clarity in terms of how to grow and expand your influence and reach more of the world, I, I find the best thing to do is just to sit down and have a one-on-one conversation so I just want to give this gift because you're on Dan's show and just because I, I know that this is just scratching the surface. I want to take some time to work with you one-on-one. If you're interested in setting up a time to speak with me where I can help you figure out how to take your message and share with the world more, just go to coachwithgerald.com, which is in coachwithgerald.com, and it takes you straight to my calendar. You can set up a time, and we can talk about the retreat. We can talk about the other events and stuff, and, and it's just a way that I can serve you at a deeper level. How um, cool is that, and, brother? How cool is that? Yeah. That's just that's so generous. So I'm going to lock up the first three weeks right in a row. I'm just going to say, yeah, I need to talk to you like four <laughs> hours a day for three weeks. I'm going, to, I'm going to completely you know take advantage of this opportunity. All right, we got a commercial break coming up, but I want to go to point number five before we do. So when we come back, we can kind of summarize this amazing opportunity that we've had to spend this quality time with Gerald. So the four points, number one, what is it? Number one is find your passion. Just follow your bliss. Like figure out like what brings you joy and do that. Number two, the second key is what are your natural gifts and talents? Like really focus on your strengths like, and, and bring those out to the world. Number three, what are you most passionate about learning and growing in? And what are the ways you want to expand? Number four was who are the people that you feel most connected to serve with your passion and purpose. And the fifth, this is by far what I find as being the most valuable, which is what are the challenges and obstacles you've been through in your life that could help other people, that that you've learned some things and helped other people. So, for instance, for me, I noticed this really, really, really um, has been an important question to answer because oftentimes it's our mess it becomes our message. And so because I've been through a really painful divorce, I've learned some things and I've gained some valuable perspectives so I can help other people that have gone through that same thing or looking to create a relationship that they love. 
Um, I've been through bankruptcy and foreclosure, and because of that, and I've had to figure out how to build a successful business, I know how to help other people to do the same. And so really look at what are the challenges that you've gone through? What have been the great obstacles that you've overcome? What are the, the, the pits that you've been through in your life? And what have you done to overcome those? Because those are the places where you naturally have gained perspective that can help other people. And inevitably, in those dark challenges that you've been through, you've gained tools, you've gained principles, you've gained ideas that you can then share with other people that are going through the same. And it also gives you this level of empathy and commonality so that people will listen to you and, and you really care about helping them. So find what are those challenges and problems because those are often part of God's like school or his curriculum for, for you to become who you're, who you're meant to be. And so like, I always look at those trials as, as being our greatest teachers. I love it. So as we go to commercial message, uh, Gerald Rogers is our guest. Pain is a signal to grow, not to suffer. Once we learn the lesson the pain is teaching us, the pain goes away. So in life, there's no mistakes, only lessons, no losing. You never lose if you always learn. That's from Gerald Rogers. Let's go to commercial break. This is Dan Clark, voiceamerica.com, the Influencers Channel. We'll be back in just a moment to wrap up our show today with the amazing Gerald Rogers. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. I just got out of a meeting where the unbelievable Dan Clark was the keynote speaker. He is clearly the most interesting man in the world. He's been into space. He reminded us to think bigger. He's a primary contributor to those chicken soup books. And he inspired all of us to make our lives matter. He taught us how to deal with change like he had to when he had to recover from a paralyzing football injury. Everybody needs to hear his message on leadership and safety and how he turns last place NFL teams into Super Bowl champions. Call this number, 1-800-676-1121 and visit danclark.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to The Art of Significance, featuring your host, Dan Clark. 
If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop down a line via email to Clark at xmission.com. Now back to the Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. Welcome back. My guest is Gerald Rogers. He's a transformational leader, speaker, and coach. And we don't take those words lightly. Off air, Gerald and I were talking about, you know, the events that he's been able to put on over the years and the upcoming events that he's putting on. And I just want to reiterate one quote that I used at the beginning of the show that we become the average of the five people we associate with the most. So the reminder, ladies and gentlemen, is which means if you hang around with five broke people, you're going to become the sixth. If you hang around with five whining negative people, you're going to become the sixth. Too many of us have been raised on some cliche quote that, it, you know, is your glass half empty or half full? If you spend your whole day wondering if it's half empty or half full, you've missed the point. It's refillable. You know, thinking positively or thinking negatively does not fill up the glass. The pouring does. It's easier to act our way into positive thinking than it is to think your way into positive action. So in this summary segment, before we go off the air, I want Gerald to just help us understand how do we take the first step? Too many people come to seminars, too many people pay huge dollars and travel long distance to attend seminars, and then you see them back in another seminar, and then you see them back in another seminar. There's nothing wrong with that as long as they've taken some action in between the seminars. No matter what our past has been, we have a spotless future. We've got to figure out a way to pull the trigger. So, Gerald, in the last couple of, couple of minutes here, teach us how, how do we overcome the fear of pulling the trigger? What is holding us back in our limiting beliefs so that we never really do take these, these five steps that you just eloquently explained? What is holding us back and what's your secret to pull the trigger? Yeah, well, this is um, this is a really, really big, but really, really important question because a lot of times we'll see those clues and we'll know what we want and we'll feel that we have a book inside of us, we'll have a message inside of us, or we'll have, you know, this dream of launching a business or we'll have like these really, really powerful dreams that sometimes even keep us up at night because because we know that we should be doing them, but then so often we put those dreams on a shelf and just continue to live in the world of contentment and comfort, comfort, right? And, and one of the things that talked to me was a quote that says, the more committed you are to being comfortable, the more mediocre your life will be. And, and I think it's our addiction to our comfort zone that keeps us stuck in living a life that isn't as full and vibrant as it could be. Because let's face it, like if, if you've been used to living in a certain way and you're used to creating income in a certain way and, and then to live your purpose, you know it's going to require a big change. That change inherently to our subconscious mind is scary. It's terrifying because to our subconscious mind, change means danger. And so if you experience fear as it relates to going and doing something new, pursuing your purpose, that just simply means that you're normal. Like you are so normal and that means your brain is working exactly like it's supposed to, but then how do we shift and overcome that fear and start moving forward in spite of it being uncomfortable? And, and I think 
here's a couple clues that I would offer. Number one, first and foremost, learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Learn to embrace being uncomfortable. Learn to even celebrate being uncomfortable. And when you do something, when you feel the fear and do it anyways, all of a sudden it begins to train your brain to look forward to those moments where we step beyond the terror barrier, when we move into the space of possibility rather than, rather than mediocrity. And, and in that, you just need to embrace, wow, I, I felt really uncomfortable as I made these new decisions today and, and just learned to embrace that. And so much of it comes, to, comes down to shifting our core self-image. And Dan, I would love your perspective on this too, but uh, one of the quotes that impacted me a lot was from a book called Psycho-Cybernetics, a guy named Maxwell Maltz. And he said this, he says, you can never outperform your core self-image. And what he was saying is like, we all have this identity of how we see ourselves. And that identity generates all of our action. All of the things we do or don't do are all within that realm of that existing identity. And if what we want requires us to do new things, it inherently requires us to take new actions. And those actions are going to require us to see ourselves as something different. And this is where learning how to act as if, learning how to role play, mm. learning how to create in our mind is so important because we need to start seeing ourselves as the type of person that already has the results that we want. And when we begin to shift the way we perceive ourselves and believe that that's already who we are and like you have emphasized so much in the show it's like start hanging around with the other people that already have what we want when we shift that way we think then all of a sudden the actions become easily because you know if if you see yourself as a successful person you'll do what a successful person does if you see someone as someone that's fit and healthy and takes care of themselves then going to the gym is the most natural thing in the world eating healthy is, is just the obvious choice like it's hard to not eat healthy and go to the gym when you believe that you're fit and healthy. So Dan, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I always echo uh, everything that you say because you're one of my gurus, but I agree. When you when you challenge us to go outside our, our comfort zone, think about it, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a fear of dogs, you don't start with a German shepherd, you know, a, a police dog. You start with a toothless poodle. So there's ways for us to create successful feelings when we go out of our comfort zone. And the classic example is we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. That's what you're saying, Gerald. If we're looking out the window, all of us today somehow are looking out the same window at the same lashing rainstorm. And one complains, what a horrible day. And another one exclaims, it's a wonderful day. The weather did not change. So if you're looking at yourself in the mirror as a fat failure, overweight, sluggish, that's not productive thinking. That sabotages your ability to, 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 to stay in your area past the point of discomfort until you make a change. What would happen if you just changed the way you saw yourself, as you're saying, Gerald, from a fat failure to someone who has been very successful at putting on weight? We laugh about that, but it's so provocative. It's so profound. We did not gain 100 pounds in one day. We gained it one pound at a time, which means our mindset gives us hope in the future that we can also lose that weight one pound at a time in, our, in, in the area past the point of discomfort, outside of our comfort zone. So let's just wind up our time here. What 
what would you recommend? What what is something that is easy? What what is the easiest way? Uh, maybe the word simple. What's the simple way to begin that process of going outside your comfort zone to see that, yes, you can survive. It's not as scary as you think it is. So I, I think what I would recommend is every day as you wake up in the morning, just ask one question. This is a reminder on your phone where you like write this one question down and have it pop up at 7 a.m. every morning. And just give yourself three to five minutes to just sit and be present with this one question. And, and to identify, and the question would be this, what's one thing I can do today to live my purpose fully? What's one thing I can do or what's one thing I could do today that would help me expand the greatest or move forward? But like, what's one thing I could do today to live the purpose? And just ground and allow yourself to find one question. And it could be, a simple thing is like, okay, wow, today I'm going to reach out and call this person and see if I can sit down and, and have lunch with one of my mentors. Or maybe it's like, okay, today I'm going to spend 30 minutes today reading from one of my favorite books that will inspire me and move forward. Or maybe today I'm going to make 10 calls for my business and really see if I can grow in and, and bring some more sales. Up. Whatever that is, but if you just push yourself one thing per day and take inspired action. This inspired action is so much more potent than the forced um, mundane ritualistic action, which is like trying to plan out your entire next year in advance, because what, what's going to come to you for you today is going to be really relevant. And what I believe is we're all intuitive beings. So set that reminder each morning, 7 a.m., have that question come up, and then give yourself three to five minutes to just ask that question and brainstorm, and then identify just one thing, one thing that would create a little bit of a bit of momentum for you because momentum movement creates momentum and you do that one thing that one thing leads to all of the other things happening but focus on what's the most valuable what's the most important what's one thing you could do today i love it with the mindset that if you're watching a football game not every play is designed to score a touchdown remember that ladies and gentlemen what gerald is teaching us not every play is designed to, to, to score a touchdown one sets up another sets up another and then suddenly the guy breaks loose for a 30-yard ramble for a touchdown what gerald just also reminded us is that momentum is only as good as your next play if we work so hard to change our momentum we better know what to do to sustain that momentum And that's how we need to start thinking as we wind down the show. If it's physical fitness that you're looking for, you don't say, I'm going to lose 22 pounds. That's not success-oriented. The why has to be bigger than the why not, right, Gerald? In other words, I want to live, I don't want to have a heart attack. I want to be able to enjoy my grandchildren. That why is a lot bigger than your your, your why not. That's a lot bigger than I'm just going to lose 22 pounds because most of us lose the 22 pounds and then we celebrate so much we gain 30 back. If it's physical fitness, maybe your desire to go to the gym isn't the biggest why on the planet. So take a, a stroll to your mailbox, walk around the block, do something that really excites you because you can do it. My guest is Gerald Rogers. How do we get a hold of you, brother? So once again, um, you can always follow me on Facebook. Go to GeraldRogers.com and you know connect with me there. And for those of you that are really like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm ready for the next step. I really want to get my message out to the world. I really want to figure out 
better ways to market and grow my business. I want to figure out how to take this passion and purpose inside of me and share it with the world. Then I want to just extend this offer. I only have a few spots in my calendar, but please go to coachwithgerald.com and schedule a time where you and I can sit down and dig deep into your life, your business, and help you figure out your game plan for living your purpose-driven, meaningful life. I love it. This is Dan Clark, voiceamerica.com, Influencers Channel. I want you to join my tribe, danclark.com. Let's keep in touch. Remember our military and your prayers. God bless our country. God bless our leaders to make the right decisions. You have a great week. Until we meet again, have a wonderful, wonderful life of influence and keep seeking that art of significance where we achieve the level beyond success. Till next week, God bless. Thanks for being part of the show. Be sure to join Dan Clark next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time for another edition of The Art of Significance on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Remember, you too can achieve the level beyond success.